big up to the boys. Fox and Shane, set your mice free, no locks and chains. Do what you love, roll the dice. 50 50, we cold as ice. One thing cold, but a pillow town red. Kill it, dick, I'm playing my head, war gaming. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to Hobby Homies. We are your weekly tabletop podcast. I am Shane, hanging out with Fox. What's up? And of course, we have Churchy. Yeah, I'm in the void. And Rory. Hey. Shout out to 96 Hours. Uh, today, we are talking about Snarling Badger Studios. I didn't know. I actually didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it on the whiteboard, dude. You know oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, is that all the games they do? That's the three games they do. Oh, wow. Followed by the two hosts, just so you have something to reference in conversation. Yeah, thank you. Hey, did you know they? Uh, it's by Adam. Yeah, you you'll get to it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we'll get there. We'll I get actually there. didn't know. I'm so excited. This is one of those episodes where I had to do nothing. Yeah, my job was prepare the battle report. Your mm-hmm. job was prepare the episode. Yep. So I just get to chill. I didn't know you put this book here, and I was like, "What the heck is that?" <laughs> That's a big old alien on that book. Yeah, I can't see, but it looks like a big old alien on that book. Mm. It is indeed. Majestic thirteen. That's the one. I'm very excited. Uh, this is great, dude. This is a good idea. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> I'll tune out and I'll just listen. Okay, sure. I have some content for you. Oh, thank you, sir. And for our listeners, of course. So, Snarling at Badger Studios was created by Adam Loper from Tabletop Minions, also known as Uncle Adam, uh, and Vince Venturella, also known as Warhammer Weekly. Hey. Vincey V. He's also known as Uncle Atom, yeah? Uncle Atom, yes. Atom Sorry, Smasher. Sorry, I, I said that too fast. Atom Smasher. Atom Smasher, yes. Why is that? I have no idea. Maybe because mm. it kind of sounds like Adam. Yeah, but why Atom Smasher? What atoms is he smashing? All of them. Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. And your wife, if you leave her alone. I would never. No, I Where is she right now? <laughs> I'm going to call <laughs> her just quickly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Sunny Badger Studios was created by those guys during the 2020 pandemic, partly due to the insufferable boredom that came with a lot, came with a lot of the pandemic, mm. and partly due to Adam's strong desire to create a game with Vince, who had been in the game design for nearly 20 years at this point, and he had been one of the eight consultants to work on D&D 5 edition, 5th edition rather, oh, wow. from its initial days and see it to launch. Wow. So he's got some rep. So Adam's mate Vince yep. is um, is in the field. He knows. He knows. He knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you've got a resource like that, if you're like, oh, I'm slightly interested in... This is like, this is like me. I can relate to this. I was yep. like, I'm slightly interested in um, making 3D printable terrain. Yep. And I was like, I don't know anything about that. I want to do it, but I don't know anything about that. So yeah. I've got a mate who is, knows how to 3D design. Enter packed lunch. Enter packed lunch. Yeah. So I imagine that's what it's like, where you're like, oh, I'm interested in making a game. I actually know a friend who <laughs> is like, quite good yeah, at that. Yeah. Yeah. I've got the ideas here. This is kind of like us. It's like, yeah, we've got the ideas of something here. Let's get our friend in who knows what he's actually doing. Yeah. yeah. I've got these ideas. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, all right, here we go. Yeah. All right. Another rant. Get the pen. <laughs> uh, they started off meeting weekly online with the idea of a, of a skirmish game, working on concepts, mechanics, and rule sets, and soon had their first project, Rain in Hell. Yes. I remember him talking a lot about Rain in Hell. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't know what it was. I assumed it was something to do with heaven. <laughs> and <laughs> to the contrary. Oh, no. <laughs> May 9th, 2021. Rain in Hell is sent off for proofing, and the final printed copy is expected in a little under a week. Can someone clip where he said copy? 
just for future references. Did I say copity? Maybe. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Company? I'd be Company. surprised if you said copy. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like seven minutes in. If you haven't misspoke by now, what are Three we doing? 3 according to that timer over there. That's just another you misspeaking. <laughs> May 28, 2021. Rain in Hell is launched. Available as a downloadable PDF or a softcover print-on-demand fulfilled by Wargame Vault. Nice. So, what is Rain in Hell? Hey, if... Just jump in in here, <laughs> as I will many times. Of course. Um, you are my swimming pool. I've put my goggles on. Mm-hmm. I'm jumping, jumping in. Jumping into me. Yeah. Yeah, sure. No. Um, if people listen to this and go, oh, wow, I'd love to get Rain in Hell or any of these other games. And Shane said that was on Wargame Vault. Mm. Just letting you know we have an affiliate link in the description. In the description. Always uh, in the description. Bro. Always in the description. He's got yep. it covered. <laughs> It's got it covered. Yeah. Uh, and you can go buy it through our link. Yeah. It doesn't and cost you any extra. It doesn't. No, it doesn't. And, and we get paid. We get, we get a kickback. I can keep you're buying saying, new you're shoes. you saying we get paid. Oh, we get paid. <laughs> yeah. Imagine yeah, 400 cents. billion people buy that book. We might have enough for a new pair of shoes. Great. Get on. <laughs> if you want. <laughs> Rain in Hell is a miniatures agnostic skirmish game. Each player builds their cabal of demons, usually between 7 to 10 miniatures. It's a small, brutal, and fast game played on a 22 by 30 inch board. Warbands are built in a similar fashion to those that we know. You have a leader, you have a devout, which is a, you know, two IC. Of course. And a following, and a following those two are your minions with lesser demons, greater demons, and superior demons. You can customize these somewhat by equipping relics, essences, or even earning a title. Who's superior out of the superior demon and the greater demon? The superior demon. I wouldn't have thought. No? No. Okay. Yeah. Because it's like you have them standing next to each other and he's like, I'm superior. And Mm. then he's like, yeah, well, I'm greater. And if you're greater than superior, then you're better than superior. Mm. But then the superior one's like, well, I'm superior to you. I see see where you're going, but you're wrong. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So unlike most games where you're equipping the individual models with with gear and, and, you know, like upgrades are primarily gear focused, right? Yeah. And to some people, they may feel like they have to replicate that on the miniature. You know, if you're addicted sure. to the old WYSIWYG. Who's the example. WYSIWYG guy? Gritty. Gritty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But with these, um, having uh, relics, essences, or a title, it's something that you can have without having to physically represent it. So you don't have to mm. like butcher your models as they gain experience. Sure. If you wanted to stick to that kind of thing, if, if that's something that really bothers, bothers you, maybe you need help. I'm not too sure. Yeah. But <laughs> speaking of needing help, mm. um, this is where I can chime in. <laughs> As in, you need help or you dish out help? Uh, no, I need help. Okay, yeah, cool. So I, I saw a guy's Instagram. And I wish I had it and I'm not going to look it up. But he he's running a Necromunda campaign. Yep. Link in the description. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll never find it. It was like, you know, when you scroll through the search thing. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, that's cool. So then I went to his profile and I looked. And so he has a Necromunda gang. And every week, he's like, he's got the same models. Yep. And he plays two games a week. Wow. And every week he changes his, he cuts hands off, backpacks off. Why don't you just magnetize him? He carved an eye out and put an eye patch on it. Wow. Because it lost an eye. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. And I was like, man, that's so cool that someone else exists and they're doing that. Yeah. 
but I prefer this. Yeah, me too. I'm much more a fan of this. Um, the whole title mechanic's kind of cool because, like, you know, it's something that you can you actually gain from in the game. So you'll perform a feat, whether it's like br- dying brutally or, That's a good or, thing. or something like that. <laughs> you know, I'm going to roll on dying brutally. Yeah, you get a title, right? Like, yeah, you know, in our past X game, my my scout bot would have the title the obliterated. Yeah, for example, that's right? cool. You know, but um, yeah, it's and it's something that you can gain bonuses from and stuff like that. Mm, I feel like that's your new Discord title, the obliterated. The obliterated, <laughs> more accurate than Commissar. Yeah, yeah. For that brief moment, you were very into. Mm. You were like all in on Astra Militarum. Yeah, and you've got uh, Brood Brothers, and I was like, ah, he's the Commissar, <laughs> yeah. the leader. Mm. But now I realize you're actually the obliterated. <laughs> yeah. You've always been the obliterated. <laughs> I have. Yeah, my life is. A, a, obliteration yeah i don't even know dude clip it <laughs> <laughs> aim to be played in a campaign style rain and hell brings with it an in-between game phase where you can level up your demons by spending experience and recruit recruiting more minions to join your cabal being a miniatures agnostic game there is a vast selection of demons available from stls online to plastic kits created by the big dogs who are the big dogs? The big dogs. You know, the big dogs. Uh, the big dogs. The big dogs. Yeah. So straight away, I thought Foot of saw mini. some of them. <laughs> I saw. I thought of some of the models that you printed up for our Necropolis game. Oh, true. And I was like, perfect. You know, what were they? Um, Lord of the Print. Lord of the Print. Really oh, amazing yeah. minis. Yeah. Amazing yeah. sculpts, 3D sculpts. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> indeed. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> yeah, Lord of the Print, go check them out on My Mini Factory. They're fantastic for all those. They got like that dark fantasy, I'd say ultra realism. I don't know if you can say that about fantasy things, but yeah. it feels like if a demon existed in our actual world, it would look like Lord of the Print stuff, not mm. demons of corn. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Blood letters. Not yeah. blood letters, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 August 26, 2001. The second game is created by Snarling Badger Studios, Space Station Zero. Mm. Launched in a similar manner to the first. You Space Station... Book? Yeah, somewhere over here. Okay. Space Station Zero <laughs> is something that I have been thinking of uh, off and on for more than a decade, says Vince. The concept interested me right away, right after Vince explained it. I was hooked, said At- Atom. 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 The Atom Smasher. <laughs> <laughs> At 124 pages, it's just shy of being twice the size of Rain and Hell. Wow. Space Station Zero is a sci-fi miniature agnostic skirmish game with multiple game modes. You can play solo, co-op, or battle it out with opponent in an adversarial mode. Adversarial, adversarial mode. You mode. nailed that, dude. Thank you. I thought about it for a minute. No, it was longer. Yeah, I know you think it was a minute, <laughs> but time passed differently for everyone else. It was like interstellar. <laughs> We're actually all Been 10 years old. Years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're like, advert. <laughs> What's that? It's a, I was thinking of The Simpsons just then. There's The Simpsons. Anyways. I don't even know. Simpsons yeah. done everything. So straight Something away. Something said, not good. <laughs> that one. Straight away, we're seeing a theme here, right? With Snarling Badger Studios. Yeah. Miniature. Tabletop games. games. Yeah. Yeah. Tabletop games. Yeah. Right. Solo. Campaign. Cooperative. Yeah. Um, Rain and Hell, I believe, had a expansion came out which allowed for um, solo. It was intentionally adversarial only. Yeah, sure. So you had to play against an opponent. An opponent. Yeah. You know what? We've talked about this before, how COVID kind of like catapulted the miniature agnostic solo cooperative war games. Yep. And I feel like one of the big driving games for it, I could be wrong, 
Um, but I, I feel like it was um, Stargrave. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. was that that's miniature agnostic? Well, I mean, yes, but they have their own line of miniatures now. But, now, sure, but yeah, like yeah, Star Stargrave, Frostgrave, um, Rangers of Shadowdeep, all three created by Joseph McCulloch. I'm pretty sure was was Stargrave the first of all of them? Who knows? Uh, Stargrave or Frostgrave? I'm not too sure. Sure, yeah, yeah. I'm oh, maybe sure. this isn't a this isn't a Joseph McCulloch episode, dude. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't tell. I can't read your writing. Does that <laughs> say Joseph McCulloch? It's actually very clean. <laughs> Thank you. Actually very well written. You have two Thank points, you. and it's like, don't interrupt me too often, <laughs> and only have three beers max. Yep. Good thing you brought three. You've handed one out. Sweet. Sweet. Now try not to interrupt you too often. <laughs> Thank you. Similar- I just think... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Carry on. Carry give on. me strength, please. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Atom, give me strength. I thought you were going to say, Jason McCulloch, give me strength, whatever his name is. <laughs> Similar to Rain and Hell, Space Station Zero is built around a campaign system, linking battles together and leveling up your crew. The, the challenges, like scenarios, have a branching narrative where you may roll on a table to see which mission you take on next, or after successfully completing one mission, may force you to choose a path between two. Hmm. Space Station Zero uses kind of a D12 system where your old checks are, where your checks are determined by rolling uh, even results, where, uh, where which are successes and odd results are failures. Mm. You can critically fail by rolling two ones, or you can critically critically succeed by rolling two twelves. Wow! The activation sequence has an initiative roll between activations, where both player and the enemy will roll to see if they retain initiative or if their turn is interrupted. Ooh. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. It had a um, a mechanic where, you know, the, the role to to maintain initiative gets higher. So yeah. it's like, you know, the first role is like, I think it's like a six or something, and then the second role is like a 10 yeah. on a D12, you know? So you're not guaranteed to get those back-to-back turns, mm. but it's there, but then the opponent, can do, the opponent can do the same kind of thing. Yeah. You know? Hey, what are the odds... Of rolling two twelves. On how many D12s? Two. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Did it matter what I said? <laughs> Unless I said one, you wouldn't have known. <laughs> but yeah, true. Yeah. True. Because people tell me it's one in 12, right? I mean, yeah, maybe. Like you, <laughs> Or does it become one in 24 because there's two dice there? Oh, uh, maybe that's it. I don't know. Ollie's no. probably yeah, infuriated yeah. right uh, now. <laughs> when I said it, I was like, best case... We know the answer. Yeah. Best, best case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We infuriate Ollie. Yeah. I mean, win, win, right? Yeah, maybe. But what are the odds? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to say 50. one in 24. Yeah. Well, Is fi- it Or 50-50. It's not. It's it's absolutely not 50-50. I can tell you that much. Nah, that's got to be 50. Well, no, it is 50-50 <laughs> because it's either you do it. You, or you don't. Or you don't. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I always forget that. Mm. Yeah, it's 50-50. Yeah, it's 50-50. Yeah. So, <laughs> carry on. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I put so much effort into preparing this. <laughs> You're at the end. <laughs> Nearly. One page left. One and a half. One and a half pages You're left. You're like, oh, and my next section was talking about the odds of rolling two. <laughs> but anyway, we've covered that, so we'll skip to the end. <laughs> June, June 2nd, 2023. The third miniatures agnostic war game rule set has been released. In, Maj- in Majestic 13, you pit your team of five covert operatives against a dangerous alien creature in a 5v1 showdown. Oh, I like that. You see, I was mm. making a game that was like, um, did you guys play uh, Dauntless? 
No. Do you guys play Dauntless? You play Dauntless. Yeah. Yeah, Rory yeah. played Dauntless. <laughs> Church is shrugging, but he doesn't play video games. So. <laughs> yes, I mean, what does he know? Dauntless is like um, if Fortnite made their Monster Hunter game. Oh, oh is it free to play? It's free to play. I downloaded it, but never played it. So the concept is like there's a, you've got a party, you go fight a big creature, yep. you win and you get some al- you get some cool equipment and you, you try and gear up to fight the next creature. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's a cool concept mm-hmm. that I don't think anyone's done, but it sounds like <laughs> it's been done really well. Yeah, yeah, it actually has. Yeah. Oh, so uh, this is a cross between X-Files and XCOM. Yeah, okay. Mm. Whew, wow. Glad someone did it. <laughs> <laughs> Takes the pressure off you. Yeah, right? now I don't have yeah, to do yeah, it yeah. for society. <laughs> Absolutely, because it's what it. everybody needs. Yeah. Yeah, I was talking to a guy today who was just like, man, I hate my job. I'm like, you know what you need? He's like, don't, I already know. 5v1 Monster Hunter Showdown. Exactly. Yeah. I should have, if only I had known. Mm. If only I listened to Hobby Homies. Well. This episode. The more you know. The more you know. Mm. You build your team using any modern or near future miniatures you like, and you can battle as solo, co-op, or of a PvP style in the form of a combat exercise. Like Snarling Badger games before, it focuses heavily on campaign progression, leveling up your crew, equipping upgrades, and even a base building mechanic. Yeah, my game had that too, but <laughs> Damn. you don't hear me doing a podcast I, episode on my game. I don't believe it. I don't believe it for a second. What's in my notes? <laughs> it's in my Google Doc. <laughs> Some of Adam and Vince's earliest notes were all related to the primary loop and in, in answering the biggest question here. How do you make a fight of five people with guns against a similar sing against a single enemy? Melee. Interesting. Interesting. My moral melee. I don't know about oh, this. Okay. This situation is an RP. This situation in an RPG can be handled in a number of ways, but mostly because you have a GM in control of the monster making interesting and unexpected choices. But for a game without a GM, things had to remain interesting without becoming a slog. Out of this came two things early in design. Firstly, the aliens would start with their simplest attacks and rotate into their stronger attacks. Secondly, the, in the creation of In Extremis, which was the idea of an alien hurting itself from its own fury by becoming significantly more dangerous at the end of the encounter. Which to me kind of reminded me of like a rage timer in an MMO. Yeah. You know, like yeah, if you don't time. kill the boss in a certain amount of time, it just starts dealing incredible damage until it wipes the whole party. Yeah. Yeah, it's like reverse... What do you call it uh, when, like, stuff in Warhammer takes wounds and it gets weaker? Yeah, bracketing. Yeah, it's reverse bracket. Well, I mean, it's still bracketing. It's not even reverse bracketing. It's actual bracketing. Yeah, but, but it it's gets better. getting better. Yeah, yeah. I haven't, I haven't actually played any of their games yet. I, do you have all three? I do. Like, do you have soft copies of all three? Not Rain in Hell. Oh, I thought. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have yep. a PDF though. So you got all three games. Yeah. So you're a collector. I feel like I am, yes. We should make a game around collecting games. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Like a tabletop game. Yeah, tabletop game around okay. collecting games. Interesting. So, <laughs> how many races are there? <laughs> We've done this episode before. Yeah. <laughs> that was a fun episode. That was fun. We'll do it again. Somehow we'll make a game about collecting games. Yep. Using a tabletop battle. In, in, indeed. Who do you battle? Like other nerds collecting other games? Like Pokemon You trainers? battle people over rule sets, <laughs> okay. over mechanics. <laughs> so it's like, no, I think it's played like this. Yeah, no, yeah. rules as written. Is played yeah, like yeah, this. yeah, yeah, exactly. And if you, damage. if you lose them, that's fine. Your people take damage or whatever yeah. and they go into some, you know, they need to heal up or whatever. Yeah. But the rules are as written by the opponent. <laughs> so then it like the, the, the game builds itself. 
You've got a rule you want. Yep. And then if they win, you're forced to take that rule into the game. Wow. And then after 20 campaign turns, you've got your game. <laughs> True. You have to play it. It could be, it could be brilliant and awful. Yeah, I feel like it's definitely going to be one of those two things. Mm. Yeah, or just like or both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awfully brilliant or brilliantly awful. Well, it depends if you win. <laughs> so <laughs> if, if if we win, it's brilliant. Yeah. If the enemy wins, it's awful. True. It's already great. This would hopefully mean that towards the final activations, players weren't just rolling through, trying to deal with enough damage to bring the monster down in what has turned into a boring encounter. Mm. Many other things change during the design phase. When it comes to the dice, the game originally started with D10s, but it was abandoned due to the math curves they wanted for the stats. Sure. Rolling 2D6 meant for more predictable results, but it set the average too high for making D10s work. Yeah. Uh, with enough RNG that things weren't too automatic in one direction or another. Eventually, the team settled on a D20 and D6 system. So, interesting to see how that would play in, like, a, a in the battle, like, on the tabletop. Yeah. Rolling different dice like that. Like, you yeah. know, like, the games that I, that I have played have been either D6s or anything else, right? Yeah. Never rolled similar, like, different kinds of dice, except for, I guess, maybe, like, Legion or Shatterpoint, where you've got defense dice and attack dice yeah they're always d6 to eights anyways yeah but you're right they are they two have, different yeah, yeah they are two yeah. different dice i guess you could look at it like yeah even though they've got like symbols on them they're still yeah d6s d8s d10s or whatever they are i can see how they landed at that because i i mean they're obviously way more talented than me i'm some <laughs> dumb guy writing things in a google doc but the, the, the game i messaged you about uh earlier this week yeah yeah mine uses d6s and d20s because you have attributes and skills mm. which can get up to plus six or whatever mm -hmm. so you want d20s because you don't want to have more influence than that over like like if that was a d10 yeah yeah you roll, yeah. You roll on a two three and four and it's it's all like max hits plus six yeah but everything else that doesn't have like attribute boosts mm -hmm. is d6 so i want i don't know if there's a similar to that but i see how they arrive there yeah, yeah. being a fellow game designer at the same level of i like it uh, as uh, Vince <laughs> well that's a big goal Vin but, okay. Ventura <laughs> indeed <laughs> indeed indeed there were other things too that they came across during the alpha playtesting things weren't moving around the board as much as they had <clears throat> as they had expected uh, threat levels and danger were increased but players would scatter from the aliens but then there was no general sense of uh, exploration or the need to move around the board mm. this is when the team decided to add secondary objectives nice which kind of works like games that we've played where you know, you may kill the kill the alien, and you've got like two turns left before the game ends. You've got time to try to also claim those objectives. Sure. You know, before like the fifth turn or yeah or whatever. That's why I think, like you said, MMOs before. That's why I think ads are so important in MMOs. Yeah. Because they create interest. Like yep. if you were any time you fight a boss that doesn't have ads, mm. it's just like all right. It's almost like Dark Souls. You're like all right. We'll wait for the combo. Yeah. Everyone move out of the way of the uh, like the AOE, AOE for that. Yeah. Yeah. Time this. You, like it's just one target, but the random ads or whatever warning of ads yeah it kind of yeah you, you you would for a boss without ads you would rely on very interesting mechanics yeah yeah you know, exactly where you, with having sporting ads to worry about also maybe you can rely on simpler mechanics for sure yeah and i feel like you can't like i mean you could do ads they could definitely do ads but oh yeah they, they've subbed that for secondary objectives to add another layer of interest yeah to just having a static boss battle yeah yeah which is cool i like that 
The alien AI is the most complicated AI the guys have created to date. They wanted the monsters to really act in interesting ways, but it can be a hurdle to learning the game. There is a lot to remember, though after a few games, it seems the playtesters had a good grasp. Enemies can activate in multiple times per round. Some enemies may be aggroed to being the recipient of a shooting attack, for example, oh. or, or there's other, you know, other elements which can cause that. Uh, that en- the enemy may have already reacted and then reacts again and then has its actual activation. Yeah, cool. So that, I guess, adds more of a threat as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's got AROs from Infinity mm. where you do something and then it triggers a reaction. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I guess, yeah, the, the question is, what are we going to see from Snarling Badger Studios in the future? Yeah, it feels like they were dropping basically like a game every year, right? Like Pretty it much. Rain and Hell 2021. Mm. The other one, Space Station Zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2022 and then Majestic 13. So that's like, is that this year or was that late last year? That was this year. That was June this year. Yeah, well, oh, it's new. Fresh, hot off the press. Wow. Yeah, it's like yeah. two months old. Yep. Oh, interesting. <laughs> made a, maybe they stole my idea. <laughs> Do they have access to my Google Docs? I maybe? mean, anything with aliens, dude, you won't wear your tinfoil hat. I may have got it. Nah, I see. Um, it's exactly, exactly the that's, same. That's your game, right? Yeah. Mm. Navite Warrior? <laughs> Verbatim. <laughs> Verbatim. I doubt. Tarskith? I forget what I write You're sometimes. You're just naming things. Yeah. You're reading Lamp. names of things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Wow. That's a girthy book too. Mm. It's actually a really nice book. It's got that, uh, it's got that X-Files, Detective Pikachu, investigative, <laughs> Detective <you know>. Pikachu. <laughs> investigative. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's got the um, redacted uh, XCOM kind of vibe too. You know, the big blacked out text on the, on the front cover. Yeah. See that big black text. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Got UFOs. It's got UFOs over cities and, and trees. Mm. What's that? What's that mean? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> What's with the UFOs, bro? I mean, this is cool. There's a lot of stuff in here. Yeah. Jump gear. A member of your team is climbing. They do not reduce their movement, and each one inch of vertical movement counts as one inch of movement. So far, we've seen a a game based around <sighs> demons battling in hell. Yeah. We've had a sci-fi game where we've got um, crews from all these different um, ships. Yep. Sort of brought together. Yeah. Um, and I've realized I must have missed a whole paragraph. <laughs> About Space Station Zero? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's go back. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. <laughs> I'm like saying things and I'm like, I remember writing this down. Yeah, yeah. Because Space Station Zero, is it a game where you go deeper and deeper into the space station? <laughs> Bear with me. All right. Well, I mean, you're about to tell me. Because, yeah, I didn't even notice, but... What, what do you know about Space Station, station zero? Number Zero? I hear you ask. <laughs> <laughs> you did hear me ask that, yeah. Well, once a spacefaring species has discovered a means of FTL travel, sometimes things don't go according to plan. Mm. You may find yourself, your ship, and your crewmates fully disassembled to the molecular level, and that's not good. No, it's not good. No. Other times, you might find you emerge at not at your program destination, but a really weird part of space. Mm. There's just nothing. For billions of light years in any direction, nothing. Except for the massive space station, which is hailing you in Hello. your language. Ah. Mm. Turkish. <laughs> Whatever you speak at home, dude. Yeah. I'm not going to judge. Jewish? So basically, a, a sci-fi game with crew pitted against each other and also the unknowns of a giant space station think a space hulk right it's basically yeah. an amalgamation of all kinds of different things from um really new 
down into older and older depths. It's like the back rooms, but a space station. The back rooms. Yeah. You know what the back rooms are? No. Well, we got some... We like, got, we got the back? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and we've seen a modern game released by Stunning Badger Studios. Yes. Majestic 13, right? So your your next question is, what's, what's left? What's it going to be? Yeah. yeah. They've covered they've covered the three basic tropes. Yeah. You know, are you gonna we're gonna see like a high fantasy game come out? <clears throat> what I think there isn't a lot of is games where you can use fantasy and sci-fi miniatures mm -hmm. in a, a world because, like, think of Avengers, right? Sure. You think of Thor. Yeah. Fantasies, a dude with a hammer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. fantasy, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like yeah, everyone, yeah. like, there's no one in Asgard with guns, right? They've all got swords spears i think you're right yeah I, I don't know i don't know i haven't seen any of it <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> so like they're fantasy things yep. themed but the magical element and their demigod status keeps mm -hmm. them on par with iron man iron man yeah and guardians of the galaxy thanos thanos yeah 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 i mean i was Deadpool. gonna do a spoiler Deadpool, he uses swords, but also guns. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Wolverine uses the power of sex. Yes, he is. I mean, he's only Hugh Jackman. He's huge Yakman. Yeah, he's all right. So that's what I think. I feel like there, there's a great opportunity for someone just to be like, use whatever the heck you want. I mean, apart from like War Surge. Where you <laughs> could, <laughs> the whole time I'm thinking War Surge. War Surge, right. Yeah, but yeah. War Surge is whatever you want it to be, mm. you know? So you could do a themed game where similar thing, maybe you, whatever you fight bosses or yeah. whatever. So maybe they'll do that. Maybe they're like, <laughs> we've used all three tropes. Now let's combine them into some sort of super trope. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what the game is going to be called. Super trope. That's where you got to. I don't know where I got to. I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I what are you it. thinking? I got no idea. Yeah. I honestly got no idea. But well, like I got something. So <laughs> why don't you just shut the fuck up? <laughs> He wants Gorchos, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what Gorchos is. <laughs> I still don't really know. No, I don't know. It's like the internet. It's like the cloud. I don't know. Yeah, we're up there. It's going to rain today. Yeah, yeah, it is raining. Yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah. <clears throat> so, anyways. So, yeah, like they, they've covered the three the three heavy hitters when it comes to wargaming, right? Yeah. What's left? Like a, a, a modern, like military ge style game i got it yeah what is it a game where you craft and battle with hot air balloons no one's done it well Patent i've that. seen blimps does that count no okay no <laughs> no so uh, this is all right all right let's play a game <laughs> hey rory you want to go uh, you want to go in a, in a blimp yes cool what do you reckon that experience would look like you reckon you step on the blimp and you fly around for a bit and you're in a like concealed area <laughs> yes. Hey, you want to go on a hot air balloon? Yeah. You want to hang from a bar uh, in a basket? Exactly. Exactly. Different. They're yeah. different. Yeah. But you could like. Wait, what? I'm not saying there's. there's, there's uh, <laughs> you did say. What did I say? It's not that hard to trap him. You just got to make a conversation that goes for more than four sentences. <laughs> he, he, he gets all lost. <laughs> So we're just excited. <laughs> 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 
Oh, did I mention? <laughs> did I mention Space Station Zero? <laughs> Anyways, thanks for listening. I can't believe I missed a whole paragraph. I made the font too small. <laughs> yeah. In your defense, your co-host is a retard. Oh man, you you just derailed everything. Uh, yeah. Every every paragraph. I slow everything down. Oh. I am like a paint retarder. So so so, so you slowed everything down yet. Sped everything up. I read that twice as fast as I thought I was going to. Yeah. And that's Maybe, the beauty of... I don't even know anymore, dude. <laughs> I'm Inception. True. I'm like the planet. Yeah. I am the planet. A planet game. <laughs> Maybe Where you play as a planet? Yes. That's better. <laughs> that's way better. That's way better. Anyways, thanks for listening. It's nonsense. It's, non- it's nonsense. This episode has been nonsense, but thank you so much for hanging around and enjoying our company have you let us know have you played any of the games by uh atom smasher and vince vaughn vince let vaughn? us know yeah maybe mm-hmm. um, maybe and have you played i'm most i think i'm most interested in space station zero mm. because you barely covered it so i want to know <laughs> if you guys have played it and if you liked it yeah cool we'd love to know in the comments make sure you do let us know thank you um, massive shout out to our patrons for two bucks a month you can join our early access get access to videos like this and our battle reports as well don't say it like this <laughs> say better than this try one. and entice them true <laughs> give them I'm going to sell something right uh, do you have anything you can sell not really yeah this copy of Majestic 13 he's never going to play it <laughs> <laughs> massive shout out to our patrons without you guys we wouldn't be here doing this so you can blame them yep. uh, massive shout out to Burnsy Final Dinosaur Gridlock Axe Annex, MJ, Whack the Ewok, Test Dummy, and Black Apollo. Thank you, Brandon W, Moose, Elko, Churchy. Thanks, Churchy. Rad, Ollie, Hawkers, Penny, Agro, Don Hua, Don, Pure Blind, Primal Nerds, and Big Roach. Thanks also, Rory, for hanging out. Yeah. Appreciate you. Rory's here, chilling. Live studio audience. Um, hey, you know what's coming up soon? What's up? PAX. Truth. PAX we'll Melbourne. PAX see Australia. you there. We'll be there. We'll be hanging out. Yeah, well, specifically PAX Melbourne, not the other ones not the ones overseas not the ones in queensland is there one in queensland oh i don't know i don't i don't think there is i thought pax was like a tour you know like guy sebastian goes to every city oh so you're saying pax is in brisbane sydney even darwin not that no not that. <laughs> no one goes to darwin on, man. that's right no, stop being silly. you're being silly okay stop being silly i'm pretty sure it's just in melbourne dude uh, okay cool see you there <laughs> we'll be there <laughs> Do what you love, roll the dice, 50-50 we cold as ice, one thing